Josh Williams here, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 54 for Wednesday, May 23rd, 2018. Hey, onesies, how you guys doing? How was your week, guys? Did you did you have a good week? Did you watch a royal wedding, huh? Is that a thing you did? Did you see a bunch of rich people tie the knot and uh, several thousand security guards standing around? <laughs> I didn't watch any of it, guys. I didn't watch any of it. I uh, I had a long day on uh, on Saturday when it was happening. I had a lot of people tell me about the costs and how it looked and all sorts of stuff like that. And I didn't give a fuck. Um, I really didn't. I really didn't give a fuck that Prince Ginger was getting married. And uh, I don't even know what his wife's name is or what, what she looks like. None of that stuff. Yeah. I'm. Uh, but we can get to that, right? I mean, I don't really have much to add to it. Uh, I got a little piece of information. But we'll uh, we'll talk about that when we get there. I got uh, I just want to welcome you guys, welcome listeners, right? Thanks for tuning in. I uh, I got uh, I went to the doctors a couple times last week. I did a lot of tastings. I did some twitching. What's that? Well, stay tuned. I'll tell you all about it. And uh, you know, later on, I'll read your emails. So let's get right the fuck to it. Wednesday last week, last week when this episode came out, I went to go see my doctor, and. Uh, we weren't checking up on anything, right? We, we didn't have any results that we were waiting to see or anything like that. So it wasn't anything particularly freaky or, or worrisome, but I was just chatting with my doctor. I was talking about how, you know, I'm a little, uh, you know, anxious, neurotic, that kind of stuff. And, um, he was saying how like him and I started, uh, started doing our thing, you know, I think, uh, back October, November, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, and he was just like, you know, talking with you since then. And now he's like, you seem you're, you're, you seem to be a little more positive. Like you felt pretty dark back then. And, and obviously shit was, was going on. You know, I was struggling, I was hating my job. I was just freshly out of the relationship, things like that. So, I mean, I wasn't in a great place to begin with, but I was also just really working hard on, you know, this constant recurring theme of being, uh, being happy. Right. So I remember just chatting with him about, Hey, like, Hey, is there anything, you know, anybody I could talk to? Uh, I was even telling him how I was on stage saying how, you know, I, I, I'm skeptical that happiness is a real attainable thing. And uh, I was saying, but I mean, I'd like to learn. I'd like to, you know, I hope I'm wrong and I'd love to, you know, maybe talk to somebody, you know, any, uh, slide and scale psychology doctors out there. And, uh, he was like, uh, well, I think there's one thing that you can call. And he gave me the name of a place and I have forgotten to call them. You know, it's only been, uh, it's only been seven days. You know, I need, I need a lot of time to, uh, you know, to lose the paperwork a couple of times and then get it out there. No, he gave, he gave me something and I'm going to get on it. I just, uh, I, I left it in the car and, uh, out of sight, out of mind, right? You know, my anxiety's never out of mind, huh? How come that's not a motivation? Get your ass in gear, Josh. Um, what else? So, in the doctor's appointment, I chatted him with, with him about that, um, and uh, and kind of like no biggie, you know. It's uh, how's the weight loss going? I told him I'm just like I'm in the process of of trying to figure things out and create good habits and stuff like that, you know. Like we all are. You know, we want to improve day by day. Got to figure some shit out. So it, it was a good appointment. Nothing crazy, nothing scary to report or anything like that yet. And, uh, and then, uh, Wednesday night he came home and I did something called Twitch. I don't know if you guys know this, but just about everything, uh, that you want to see, you can find on the internet. People are like, why would I, you know, go to see movies when I can download them? I can watch just about anything I want on YouTube. They got all sorts of information and learning videos and stuff like that. Go on Netflix and stream movies. And, uh, and Twitch is, uh, is no different. Twitch is, 
a service that allows you to watch people streaming video games. So if you're, you know, uninterested, you're not interested in games and stuff like that, but you know, maybe not much of a gamer yourself, or, you know, you don't want to feel like spending the money. You just thought, you know, ah, you know what, maybe, maybe I'll check this game out first before I, before I buy it. Well, you can go right on Twitch and you can watch people play games and you actually interact with them and stuff like that, uh, in the process, you know? Just like, uh, I mean, I don't want to say like podcasts, but just another thing, you know, you want to go on and find some radio shows that you're interested in. Hey, that's what podcasts are for. So there's just about everything for the kind of people who are out there and want to see that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I decided I'd done it a long time ago and it's something that's built right into most consoles. So the, the app is called Twitch. You can find it at twitch.tv on the internet and you can just find all sorts of different channels. You can search by the game that you're looking for, all that fun stuff. And I, uh dusted off the old controllers and decided I was going to play a game. So I did a little Facebook video, had some friends jump on. Thanks, Chris and Vanessa and Peter and a few other people that are on. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Matthew was on there. My buddy, Matt from, uh, from Halifax, Dartmouth. Uh, he was on there too. So it was a lot of, uh, it was a lot of fun. It's to chat with friends. We we're playing a game called shadow of the Colossus. Super, super easy game. I played it a couple times this week, uh, via Twitch. So, um, just a fun little, uh, sort of like a little adventure game. It's like part Assassin's Creed, part like Legend of Zelda sort of feel. And you're just a little dude, sword and a bow and arrow, taking down these giant colossus, these, uh, giant mammoth behemoth things and uh, super fun game. It's, it's very simple. There's not a whole, like it's very simple in the sense that there's not a lot going on. You know, you're not fighting bad guys and, and doing all this stuff. You're basically just trying to find where these Colossus are in the land. And once you find them, you have to go through a series of, you know, um, like climbing and, and, you know, finding their weak spot to knock them over and get yourself onto their body. So you can start the, the arduous task of climbing them, looking for their weak parts to kill you as they're trying to shake you off and whatnot. Anyways, fun game. Um, I played it a couple times this week, but that first night on Wednesday was great. It was great with my friends. I, I actually got up Thursday and when I got back from Ubering in the morning, I decided, you know what? Uh, maybe uh, do that again. It's been a long time since I've just had some fun with video games and, uh, you know, I, uh, oh, why do I always record Tuesday nights? Tuesday night gets late. I, I had all this stuff ready too. That's the best thing is I had everything ready for the podcast today and I got up today and I just sort of dragged, I, I, I Ubered in the morning. I dragged ass a little bit early afternoon Then I ended up going out to, to run some errands and stuff like that. And then, you know, hung out with my mom for a bit. Now it's, uh, now it's late. Now it's late and I'm, I'm tired. So anyways, um, I did the Twitch again on Thursday, uh, earlier in the, uh, in the day, you know, or late morning, early afternoon. And, uh, and then when I was getting ready to do my first tasting of the week of which I had many, uh, I don't know if I was scratching or what. And I found uh, a lump on the, on the back of my neck, just slightly to the right. Um, it was sort of deep under the flesh and it was right next to sort of where, you know, the, the base of my skull and, and where my brainstem is. And, um, you know, it, it wasn't, it didn't hurt or anything like that, but it was, it was definitely fresh. I got, um. You know, I got sleep apnea and I sleep with a, with one of those machines that breathes for me, you know, <laughs> cause I apparently can't do that correctly, but, uh, it breathes, for, it's got a strap, like a, like a cloth strap that goes around the back of my neck. And I think I got like a pimple there. I got irritated uh, a week or so ago and I just was like, I was rubbing a lot and, and there was no lumps or anything there. And then all of a sudden the other day I was, I was rubbing the area to see if, if, you know, the, the pimple or whatever had healed. And I felt this lump deep underneath my, my flesh. And, um, I, uh, like it's still there right now. I'm just feeling it right now. Um, 
<laughs> okay, spoiler alert, it's still there. Um, but basically, I, I felt the lump, and I was like, what the fuck is that? That wasn't there before. You know what I mean? Like, that 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 wasn't there. Uh, and where the fuck did it come from? It was like the size of a pea um, right in that area. And, uh, and I got worried. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's a weird place for a lump to be, and especially one that hadn't been there before. Now, you know, I've, I've had little lumps before, and there's usually just right subdermal. You know what I mean? Like right, right either in the skin or whatnot. And usually if there's redness around there and it hurts, then you're like, okay, well, it's probably like a pimple or something that's just below the surface. But this one was pretty deep down in there. And, um, and it concerned me and it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt to the touch as it still doesn't hurt to the touch now. But, uh, yeah, I remember being really, uh, really concerned and, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm still fiddling with it. It's uh, anyways. I'll get I'll get to the point. Got concerned, and of course, this was on uh, Friday, or sorry, no, I found this on uh, on Thursday night on my way to my tasting. So doctor's office is gonna be closed, everything like that by the time my tasting's over. And I was like, oh, that's weird. So I left, and the next day I was like, I had a real hard time even falling asleep that night because I was like, Jesus Christ, like if this is you know. That's, that's another thing with anxiety guys and fucking neuroses is you can't just let shit go and go, ah, you know, what's going to be, will be like, I was, I was particularly panicky about it. And, um, I just remember, uh, I'm having a real hard time not being able to sleep. And then on Friday I had another tasting, but I was like, I gotta, I gotta get this scene or something. Like, it's just, it felt almost like it was bigger the next day. Um, and I was like, Jesus Christ, like the way this thing is fucking growing, like th this, I, I like, and I don't know how aggressive cancer is. If you haven't got it at this point, I'm like, oh fuck, I got a tumor growing at the base of my fucking skull and my, on my brainstem, you know what I mean? And, um, and I was panicking and, uh, you know, I mean, I guess not panicking the way people do, but, but you get what I'm saying. It's definitely, it's, it's the focus. It's definitely on the forefront of my mind and it's very distracting. You know, it's hard to go like, oh, well, you know what? Just after the long weekend. You know, we'll figure things out. And I'm, I'm like, fuck, I don't know how aggressive this kind of shit is. I don't know if you find a lump, you get it checked out right away. You don't wait five days to, you know, book an appointment or something. I'm like, yeah, time is of the essence. Again, I, what I know of, right. I'm like, why would I wait five days when I can try to find out now? So I tried to get an appointment with my doctor on Friday. He wasn't there. Um, and uh, I made an appointment with him on Tuesday. They were like, well, we can give you an appointment on Tuesday. I'm like, okay. But I said, well, if there's any doctors who are there urgently or whatever, like I go, if, if this is something that needs to be looked at, like I'd love to get a requisition or something for an ultrasound, like just if I could describe my, my insane brain, it's like, I might not have an answer and a solution the same day, but as long as I have something that's moving things forward, like I can, I can sort of use that as like a mental compass you know, a, a talisman, if you will, to just sort of calm me down. Like, look, you're getting it checked. You've got an appointment, you know? So I'm like, if I see my doctor or, or get like an urgent care appointment, then they can give me a requisition. And at least I know it's underway. Like a medical profession has seen it and been like, you can wait until Thursday or whatever to get an ultrasound. Like, cause if they're like, oh shit, we got to get that checked out right now. Then they're going to send me to emergency. It's going to get fucking checked out. Like it's going to get dealt with seriously. Cause at least a medical professional has asked for it as opposed to, you know, I was, cause I was like, if I couldn't get an urgent care thing, I was going to do my tasting and then I was going to sit in the emergency all night until someone looked at it or whatever. Like just again, you know, a bit of a hypochondriac, bit of a, what do you call it? Pussy, <laughs> uh, for that kind of shit. Just uh, worrisome. 
I, I worry. I have that fear, right? And of course, for those of you who've listened to my podcast since the beginning, I talked about how when I found a lump before, how I just fucking ignored it. And I told myself that if I ever did get checked out and it wasn't something terminal, that I was never going to take that chance again. And rather than lose my nerve, I, uh, I was just like, okay, well, if this is a serious thing and it's, you know, obviously there's nothing I can do about it. It's in my head, whatever. I got to take whatever steps, but I want to get those steps underway. I, you know what? I keep talking in circles. I think you get the idea. Managed to get the urgent care thing. Um, I actually had to push back my tasting in order to get there on time. Uh, or sorry, in order to take the urgent care uh, appointment, I had to push back my tasting by like 45 minutes. And so I, uh, I went to the urgent care thing and the doctor felt it and it wasn't my doctor. He wasn't there that day, but I got someone else and she felt it and said, it feels like it's, um, an inflamed lymph node. It was kind of funny because I, I asked Jason earlier that afternoon to feel it. And he said he had a lump in his neck there one time and I go, Oh shit. Well, what happened? How'd you get rid of it? And he goes, Oh, I just went away. I was like, what? And to be honest with you, a part of me thought, I think I've had a lump here before and it just now it's not there. like, and then it wasn't there. Right. I'm like, I know for sure it wasn't there a few days ago. And, and I go now it, now it's here. So I go, I like, I felt kind of crazy. Like, I think I've had it before too. Maybe it's always been there, but I'm like, no, I know it wasn't there. So anyways, the doctor said it could be a, a you know, a swollen or inflamed or whatever lymph node. Cause she's like, your lymph nodes are right there and they store shit in them sometimes when you get sick or whatever. Um, and then she was like, alternatively, it could be just like a cyst or whatever. She's like, but it's soft it doesn't feel too big. I, I, she goes, I'm really not worried. She goes, if you want, I can give you a requisition for an ultrasound and we can figure out what it is. But she's like, I'm really not worried. And I said, well, then what, keep my appointment with her doctor Tuesday and I'll just watch it. She goes, yeah. Like if it's, if it's just there, like, she's like, again, I'm not worried, but she's like, now if it was really hard, I'd be concerned. And also she said, if, um, if it gets bigger, you know, if it, if it grows in size, then, then, you know, then, then come back. And I asked her like, okay, so if it was like cancerous or whatever, like, it's not like if I came today or came on Tuesday, it would have made a big difference. She's like, no, like, you know, it, it does go quick, but I mean, you, you have, you know, time, a couple of weeks, not like, you know, before it kills you. She just means like, you know, if you feel something and it grows over the span of a month, not like a day, but if it grows over the span of a month and it keeps getting bigger, she's like, then you, you come and see us and we, we get to work on it. But you know, anyways, um, so yeah. Uh, and she said she wasn't particularly worried and she said, you'll see things come and go. There's, there's calcium and shit like that, that moves around the body and deposits. She was even saying that there's like, you know, moving cysts that you have in your body that'll, that'll, you know, develop in one spot and then move somewhere else. So, um, she said she had some of, she had some of them in her body and uh, I was like, oh, okay. So it, it made me comfortable professional saying like fucking relax, you know, that's, that's really what I'm getting at is that if somebody knows more than me is like, shut the fuck up. Then I'm like, okay, I can, I can live with that. Um, so anyways, um, that was my Friday. I went to the tasting again, a lot of tastings. I did one Thursday. I did one Friday night. So after that I did Friday night and I did two tastings on Saturday. And that was the day of the Royal wedding. Excuse me. Fuck. I'm really sorry, guys. Um, love to hear how my yawning affects you, especially if it's early morning that you listen to this. Cause just know the night before I'm feeling the tired. <laughs> Oh, mm. oh God. You know what I'm drinking? I'm going to save that big reveal. I am drinking something. Oh, muy, muy yum, yummy. Um, I don't know how to say yummy in Spanish, but it is very, very es yummy, amigo. Um, anyways, 
Uh, Saturday, two tastings. Fucking long day. Rainy here in Ottawa. And uh, and everyone was excited because a couple of fucking douches in England were getting married. <laughs> They're not douches. I just don't give a shit. I think, uh, I think I was talking to Crystal and she told me that they spent like $83 million on the wedding, $62 million of which was security to make sure nobody kills them. <laughs> but can you imagine that? Can you imagine like just, just being like that? Like they should have said, look guys, it's going to cost us 62 million. I think the, the taxpayers paid for half of it. Holy shit. eh? But you'd think, and that's the security, the whole fucking money. So 40 something million dollars. You'd think that they could say, okay, we'll make you guys a deal. We'll put $40 million into a new hospital or hospitals. We're going to build these motherfuckers, but you have to promise not to kill the, 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 the couple. That's the deal. You don't kill them. You see something, say something. We're going to turn every single one of you into security detail because if anything happens to them, no fucking hospital, no fucking hospital. In fact, we're going to close an extra hospital on top of it. You know, it's dangerous minds. Shit. You got an A, you just got to keep it. And then you get a hospital if you have an A at the end of the year, not just some shitty chicken dinner with fucking Michelle Pfeiffer. You know, that's a good reward. I think it's a good reward. Regardless, Saturday was a long ass day. I got home and I played. Oh, for fuck's sakes, Josh. Stop. I'm just sitting there yawning at you. I apologize. I really do. I sincerely do. I'm a little ashamed for fuck's sakes. You can, you could pull it together for, for an hour. Um, yeah, so I played some uh, board games with the roomies. It was a great night, um, just in the sense that I wasn't working anymore. It was a, it was a long day, guys, standing there pouring the same place. I didn't change locations or anything like that, too, which kind of like dragged it out. But um, Sunday was was another tasting, first thing in the morning, uh, out in Canada. Good day, good teams. Like you know, I I mean, t- like what am I gonna do? Tell you guys a story about tasting? There's nothing special about tastings, you know. I, um, I chatted with the old mumski because of course Sunday was busy. I didn't get a chance to take her to all the places that uh, I normally do, you know, being a good son there. But, uh, she took me for, uh, for dinner. We went to the table, nice little vegetarian slash vegan restaurant. And, um, you know, good food, ate a real good meal. It was nice. And we came back to my place, you know, and had a little sex. No, I'm getting, <laughs> came back to, uh, to my place and we played, um, a game that she's really liking called seven, one, seven wonders duel. Uh, a lot of people who listen probably know what that is, but had a good time playing that Monday. I started Ubering and, uh, first thing in the morning. And of course I did know it was the holiday. I didn't know it was Victoria day, but I was hoping that, uh, you know, um, it would be somewhat busy. I was hoping that a lot of the Uber drivers would have the impression that, Hey, nobody's going to work because it's Victoria day. So let's just stay home. And I was hoping that those who did need to get around and and those who were working would need a ride and I would be there to provide it. Well, there was some, some people that need a ride, but really not many. And I decided to call it quits early. I actually did have one girl who's in Canada. She's from Maine. Uh, she's just here for a week to, to visit and see what's what she's staying at a Airbnb or something. And, um, she was headed down to Elgin in Ottawa right near Parliament Hill, right? Cause if you've never been to Parliament Hill, why not come see our, uh, Hogwarts looking white house. And, uh, and on the way there, I was like, Hey, well, if you want a slight detour, I can take you a little more scenic route and show you the, uh, the tulip festival that we're also known for. She was a political sciences, uh, you know, major or whatever. So she's like, yeah, I like seeing other you know, other, other cities and things like that, especially like the history parts of them. So 
I took her for a ride down by Dow's Lake, all along Queen Elizabeth, short of the Tulip Festival. Took it all the way back up to uh, to Elgin by Pretoria. There uh, again, if, if people who don't live in this country don't expect you to know, but just know that. Um, the tulip festival is something beautiful that happens here every year. The Dutch send us tulips in recognition for us helping them out in the war decades and decades ago and still continue every single year to send them to us without fail. Um, and they're planted right along the, uh, Rideau canal, which is the world's largest outdoor skating rink in the wintertime and a beautiful place to do some, you know, simple boating and, uh, canoeing and stuff like that during the summer. It's uh, it's absolutely beautiful to see. And you almost forget about it until someone comes to your city and it's like, Hey, what is that? And you start to explain it. You're like, yeah, it's fucking, this is nice. They don't have this kind of shit everywhere. It's, you know, take it for granted, but it is absolutely beautiful. Um, so anyways, uh, I did that right. That was something of note on Monday that I came back and wasted the whole fucking day. I don't know what to do to stop yawning. Does anyone have any tricks? Do I like fucking bite the middle of my palm or something like that? Everyone's got things like that. If you want to, if you want to get rid of your gag reflex, you tuck your thumb into against your palm, then you close your fingers around it. And then apparently you can stick your finger down your throat. I don't know why that was an example, but just there's little things like that in the body of pressure points or something like that. So maybe there's something I can do to stop this goddamn yawning. So anyways, um, yeah, spent the day playing on the Xbox or PlayStation playing Shadow of the Colossus, um, wasted the day. I had fun, but I was telling, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I think I was telling Simon, my roommate that, you know, like, oh, I played video games all day. He's like, oh, that's fun. He's like, you, you deserve that. And I go, yeah, but whatever you spend a whole day doing fuck all, you know, you always get the guilt later when you're like, shit, all, all the things you need to do. You're like, I right, fuck now. I'm, now I'm paying for it. I know I shouldn't have done. I shouldn't have fucked around. <laughs> Um, but I did have a good time and I did enjoy myself today. I did a lot of Ubering. Um, and, uh, and for some reason, my, uh, <laughs> it's actually, I'm noticing how much of time I'm spending with my mom, but you know what? I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. And things are going good. We're not arguing. The relationship is getting better. She's probably had a croak in like six weeks. So this will be like the universe. Some, something that like I can look back on and just be like, there we go. You know, we were, we were spending a lot of time near the end and things were going good. And that's, that's all you can ask for. But um, yeah, I did some Ubering today. I, I did a couple things around the house, got some, some stuff done for myself. And then I, oh my God, I took her to hit a few spots. We went for, uh, for dinner and then I dropped her off at her place and back here to record the podcast. So, um, really the vast majority of my week was the tastings, a little bit of a scare there for about 24 hours with the, uh, the lump in my neck. And like I said, it's still there now. Um, I did have the doctor's appointment today that I was going to go to, but because the lump is getting smaller, it's not the same size, but over the course of, you know, five days, it's gone from non-existent to, to, to big, to much smaller. I decided I didn't want to waste my doctor's time. Um, you know, uh, give an appointment to somebody else who might need it. So I called them very early this morning and they said, that's cool. So I, I canceled the appointment. I, I am going to, um, follow up with him again soon. Cause I did have something else that I wanted to ask him about. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of, uh, yeah. Anyways, long story short, the lump seems to be getting smaller. I'll, I'll keep you guys up to date. Um, I, uh, I had an opportunity this week to, uh, you know, I don't want to out the other person or whatever, but I, I, uh, I smoked, uh, I had a hit. I had a hit of pot. Uh, this last week and pot is not my drug of choice. <clears throat> I'm not against it. I have nothing against pot. If you do pot, do pot. But, um, I had a hit of pot and, uh, just one hit and it actually calmed my nerves and, de and definitely, I don't want to say eliminated my anxiety, but it really 
calmed me the fuck down. And, um, you know, I used to smoke pot and, and this is a perfect example of telling the story because, you know, like a lump on my neck or something like that. Like I, if I had smoked pot before I would have been rubbing that lump constantly for a whole fucking, you know, however long I was high, I've just been rubbing it, trying to feel it, trying to figure it out. Where is it exactly? Is it between muscles? Is it on? Like when I smoked pot before, and this is why even when I was, you know, you know, doing pot, like I, I didn't really like it, you know, like I basically would amp up my mental state. So if I was stressing or worrying about something, which is pretty much my life 24 seven now, all it would do is amp up that stressing. Like I used to tell people that my experience with pot is if whatever you're doing, it makes you mega focused on it. And I go, and what I happen to be doing is overthinking and stressing. So I go into hyperdrive on that. Like I, there's some people who smoke pot and just stare at a movie and I go, oh, I would kill for that to just smoke pot and then shut your fucking brain off. Oh my God. But anyways, that's, that's, I don't want to say that's how I felt when I tried it recently. Cause I just had one hit, you know, and I, and I was good with one hit that just it mellowed me out a little bit. Didn't get me super dopey or anything. And who knows, maybe if I'd had three or four hits, maybe I would have been, but that's what I want to ask my doctor about is I'm thinking that with all these new dispensaries opening up and things like that is, you know, if I could find a way that maybe just, you know, half an hour before bed, you know, just, just have a hit and then let that mellowness come over me. I may have a lot less, you know, anxiety falling asleep and, and an easier time, you know, and then who knows, maybe I'll just do it every single night before I, be, I go to bed and then maybe I'll do it an hour before bed so I can read. And then, you know, maybe I'll just do it before I try to do anything and I'll just be a pothead all the time, you know, and then I'll, I'll lose my motivation, but I'll be all right with it, man. Because like, you know, why, why do we need to do anything and happiness isn't real. <laughs> Anyways, that's, that's, what's been on my mind, uh, last couple of days as I really am curious, like, well, maybe there's something out there that'll just make me relax and, and take away a little bit of anxiety. But I mean, the last time I was smoking pot regularly and by regular, I mean like four or four days straight. I remember it was probably like one of my first years in comedy. And I remember we were like, we, like I would not smoke until the end of the day. I was with comics who were like pothead smoke all day, every day. But I remember I, uh, I would smoke pot when we got home from the night of all the shows. There's also the driver, right? So I didn't want to risk being high at all. I I've been inebriated with alcohol driving and I don't mean drunk, whatever. I've made some poor decisions and I've driven while slightly under the influence, but I've been, oh God, this is justifying it. But at the same time, I just need you to know that I've been cerebrally there the whole time. Like I've never been drunk and like not knowing what I'm doing. Like I'm always driving exactly the same way I drive when I'm sober. Exactly. But I have been like, you know, like if I got, uh, blown, I probably would have blown over. But anyways, maybe that's part of the anxiety is still being there. Regardless, I hope you don't think less of me. The truth is there have been times where I have driven under the influence and I, you know what? I would hold anyone else. Maybe some of you guys are great. You know, you've had a bad experience and I'm sorry for that. Um, just, I mean, like someone got hit by a drunk driver or whatever it is. Um, but just know I've, I've got that fear of, you know, that mortality fear and all that stuff. So I would never put myself in a situation where, you know, I could, could hurt myself or whatever. Um, anyways, I, I think texting and driving is way more fucking dangerous, but regardless, 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 the point is, is that, um, at the time I had driven under the influence before, but I was not willing to smoke pot and drive. That's what I was getting at. So to give you an example, I'm like, I don't want to smoke pot and then not be of the state of mind where I can drive. So, 
I would wait till the end of the night and I would smoke it with them and we'd watch like an hour of shit or shoot the shit. Again, the comics around each other high, just shooting the shit, having laughs. Um, then like the next night, do it again. You know, third night, do it again. Having a lot of fun. Then I'd like, I'd feel weird the next day, feel like a little off. Then I remember I was with my buddy, Alex, um, and he was smoking in the afternoon and I didn't have anything to do for hours. And in fact, I'd walked over to where he was staying. And so I wasn't even with the car or whatever. And I'm like, I got lots of time to kill. And I remember like, I, but I just had this weird, I don't want to say off kilter, but something was just felt off mentally, you know? I don't want to say it was dizziness, but like, like imagine like 5% dizziness, just this like slight, not quite right feeling the slight, not quite sober, awake, you know, pre cup of caught, like just not good. And then when I had a couple hits, the joint, I felt normal again, like just, and I don't mean high. I mean, I felt sober and that's when I was like, oh, like now I get like, I know potheads who like can't function at all without pot because they're just like, oh, I need to smoke a joint or whatever. And like, I was like, well, if that's anything, a part of it, it's like, if you're not fucking right, if you need to smoke pot to be normal, I'm like, then that's not something I need to start doing on the regular. So I've got his station ready. What I'm driving at is I want to talk to my doctor and be like, look, doc, what do you think about this whole pot thing? You know, I know it's the devil's grass, but, uh, is there something that, you know, are, are, you know, would you say that, uh, you know, one hit before bed occasionally, if I'm having a hard time sleeping, you know, full steam ahead anyways. So that's, uh, that's where I'm at team. You know what I mean? I'm doing some twitching, you know, on a regular basis. You know, I've done it like two, three times in this last week. And uh, I like it. I like kind of being able to play the games because I do sort of, you know, I, I play around with joke ideas and stuff like that when I'm I'm playing games. I have just enough mental distraction with the game to think other stuff like, you know, jokes and funny shit, I think, and turn it over and, and write the jokes as I go. I also enjoy being able to interact with friends on a live basis. Like, I love you guys listen to the podcast, but we don't get to interact live right now, whereas when I'm playing Twitch... Um, I can sit down and, and there's a chat bar and things like that. And people can, can write in and say shit in real time. And I can, you know, uh, banter back and forth and, and interact with them while, while playing the game. It's a lot of fun. So, um, if you guys are interested in, uh, in checking that out, my link to that is twitch.tv slash Josh Williams comedy. And, um, you know, stay tuned on Facebook and things like that. And I'll, I'll see once, if I decide that there's gonna be a regular time that I'm going to do it, then I'll do it. Um, but yeah, it was great. I had Matt, Vanessa, uh, Chris, uh, my buddy, Peter, the next day, uh, a lot of people just showing up to, to watch and shoot the shit. And of course there's other strangers too, from the internet, but those are just, you know, podcast listeners that, that were on there. So that was great. Um, speaking of which, um, I also bought the South park, uh, fractured butthole game and uh, it came with a free copy of South Park Stick of Truth for Xbox One or Xbox 360, depending on what you have. And uh, I'm giving that away. I, uh, I did a couple Facebook videos. I don't know if anyone saw them, but uh, I'm going to be giving away that copy of the game. It is a download code for the entire game. So uh, you need only, all you need to do is write into contact at one man podcast and tell me why you want that game. That's it. Um, as usual, I might have two or three emails. So odds are, if you just fucking try, you could win a, a game and it's, uh, like I said, full version. I'll just email you back the, uh, the, the download code if you win or snap a picture of it and put it in there, but it is all yours to one of my listeners. I'd like to reward you guys for being out there and uh, giving a shit about this here podcast. So 
check that out. You know, there's some, uh, some other exciting things going on for some people, Jason and Kamar, um, and some of the other guests who've come over have been very excited about the, uh, Stanley cup finals. Uh, we know that Las Vegas is going to be playing for the cup. The brand new team of Las Vegas is going to be, is going to be playing against either the, uh, Washington capitals or the Tampa Bay lightning. Uh, that series is tied three, three. So I think it's tomorrow night. They play, uh, they play each other game seven, winner take all. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm not excited, but I'm kind of jazzed. I know Jason's a big Las Vegas fan. He actually went to go see one of their playoff games in Vegas this month. So, uh, I know he's going to be cheering for, uh, for Vegas. So that's, uh, that's, that's about it. Uh, that's it for sports, uh, going on over to, uh, to, uh, Sally there for the weather. What's the weather like Sally? Oh, there's a swashy hurricane tornado in this area. And that's uncle John's bathroom reader guys. We are into the sponsor section of this already portablepress.com. Oh God, that's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Portablepress.com guys. And, um, with everything that's going on in the world of entertainment, huh? Celebrities getting married, you know, hockey going on. What better edition of uncle John's bathroom reader than uncle John's bathroom reader shoots and scores all about hockey. And I happen to find an article that is just hunky dory all about hockey and celebrities. This article is called Paris Hilton hockey player. Uh, and a few other celebrity hockey stories you may not have heard. So first one is Steve Carell, the star of TV's The Office and films like The 40-Year-Old Virgin, grew up in Massachusetts and started playing hockey as a kid. He kept it up too, telling Playboy magazine in 2005 that he had joined the Burbank Sharks, an amateur hockey team in Southern California. We're very bad, he said. What I lack in physical ability, I make up in poor coordination. According to the Sharks' website, Carell is still on the roster in 2011. Favorite team is the Boston Bruins. We got Avril Lavigne next. The Canadian pop sensation grew up in Napanee, Ontario, and has been playing hockey since she was a kid, even playing on an all-boys league team. You can even see a video of her playing as a youngster on YouTube. Well, she's not really playing in the video. She's actually trying to beat up the opposing goalie and getting ejected from the game. She's only 10 years old in the video. Favorite team, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, is there anything that guy can't do? Uh, Gooding didn't play as a kid, but he's made up for it. Uh, I picked up ice hockey. That is how you know he's fucking stupid. Call ice hockey. I picked up ice hockey about 10 years ago. He told ESPN in 2003 and being a celebrity, I've had the opportunity to play in celebrity games and in pickup games in LA with Mario Lemieux, Luke Robitaille, and a lot of the guys who play on the Kings. Gooding still plays in charity games today. And if you, uh, sorry, and, and if being able to play with Mario and Luke didn't make you jealous, he also has an ice rink in his backyard. Favorite team, the Los Angeles Kings. This one's funny. Paris Hilton. No, she did not play air hockey, but I'm bummed. They put their own fucking rim shot in their book. Hilton actually played on the ice hockey team of Canterbury School, a prep school for fabulously wealthy kids in Connecticut. It doesn't seem to have made a big impression on her, though. When asked during a 2007 interview what position she played, she answered, I don't know. I would always move around. I wasn't just one position. Uh, Favorite team? She can't remember. No surprise there. Alan Thicke. Best known as the father in the series Growing Pains Thick, yet another Ontario native, has played uh, hockey in his entire life. What? Has played hockey his entire life. Um, And it ain't for show. During one of the pickup games, I got in the way of a slap shot, Thick said, of a 2003 incident, and it cost me five teeth and 30 stitches. Bonus, he once had his nose broken during a celebrity hockey game by Gordie Howe. Favorite team, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, 
Wyatt Russell. I don't know what the fuck that is. He's not the biggest star on this list. You yeah, know, shit. He's the son of Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. Ooh, I wonder what he looks like. Google that, guys. Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's fucking kid. Um, and has appeared in some films and television shows over the years. But he's the only one who's a pro hockey player. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, Russell has been a goaltender for junior league teams all over North America and Europe since 2003 until 2010, Russell was goalie for the Groninger Grizzlies, a professional team in the Netherlands. He apparently left the team in 2011 to work on a film favorite team unknown. Why don't you fucking ask him? Dennis Leary. If you watch Leary's latest TV show, rescue me, it'll be no surprise that Leary plays hockey as his firefighter character plays the game in several episodes. Leary grew up playing in Worcester, Massachusetts. Sorry. I don't struggled to swallow there. Uh, is there a machine for that? And played for his high school, St. Peter Marion High School. But he got thrown off the team because he couldn't keep a C minus average. He still participates in benefit games on a regular basis. Favorite team, the Boston Bruins, Keanu Reeves. I am Keanu, hockey player. Reeves hails from Toronto and played goalie for De La Salle College, a high school there. One year, he was even voted team MVP. According to people in the know, he's still pretty good. I've been playing hockey since I was eight years old, dude. He told Top Shelf Hockey Magazine. I still have all my goaltending equipment and try to play as much as I can in California leagues. Favorite team, the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm really sorry if that was a bad Keanu. I am Keanu. Whoa. <laughs> I love that. Whoa. Um, Tim Robbins. Finally, Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins grew up playing in New York City and plays in several charity games a year and even in pickup games uh, at public ranks. But he says uh, he's got to be, oh, blah, blah, blah. But he says he's got to be careful. Ice hockey is a really cerebral game, Robbins told The Guardian in 2010. It can be a beautiful ballet, but I have to keep my head up when I'm playing as there's always that asshole who recognizes you and wants to tell their friends how they laid Tim Robbins out on the ice. Favorite team, the New York Rangers. And that, my friends, is Uncle John's Bathroom Reader Shoots and Scores. For my partner, supportablepress.com, check out all the stuff they got. All sorts of books and everything. This whole book, Shoots and Scores, is all about hockey. Hockey stories, hockey stats, hockey mythology, all that fun stuff. If you like the game of ice hockey. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, who else we got? Oh, Absolute Comedy. Can't forget Absolute Comedy, guys. Sponsors absolutecomedy.ca. Check them out. Absolute Comedy is the best live stand-up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on Just for Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event, creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to absolutecomedy.ca. Again, that's absolutecomedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. Oh, and we got sweet, sweet Summersby. Sweet, sweet Summersby. I might have a little bit of announcement. Mm. Oh, that's so good. I mean, that's good, guys. I'll tell you as soon as we come back from there, Ed. The sun gives life to the orchard. 
the orchard gives life to the apple. The apple gives life to Summersby. Summersby is a delicious sweet taste of sunshine imported across the ocean all the way from Denmark. The people in Denmark are smarter, and so are you, if you drink Summersby. <laughs> With flavors like apple, blackberry, pear, elderflower lime, red rhubarb, and a taste as regal as this fake accent, there's something for everyone to enjoy. And now, you can try them all in the Summersby Mixer Pack, available wherever fine beverages are sold. So go on, and try for yourself the crisp, refreshing taste of Summersby. Ah, your taste buds deserve it. Please drink resplendently. And we're back. Guys, I have been sipping on this entire episode. The brand new flavor out on shelves. I saw it Saturday at my tasting. This is this can banging against my glass. What does it say on this can? Oh, watermelon flavored cider. Oh my God, guys. Summersby watermelon is on store shelves now. Oh man, it's good. It is delicious. It has just a, mm, how can I describe it? It's not a strong, like, put it in your mouth and it pops watermelon. It's a su like subtle watermelon, which is nice. It tastes kind of like summer's beast. You get, they got like a semi-dry foretaste where it's just, a, you know, some sweetness. And then there's this really nice, just sort of watermelon finish on it. It's very nice. Kind of little, like a little on the fruit punchy kind of side. Maybe that's the wrong example. I got to keep tasting this. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's, um, it's subtle. It's not crazy strong. Um, and I, I really admire it for that, to be totally honest with you. Um, it's so good. It is so gosh darn good. Um, check it out. Uh, Summer's Bee has also, so you'll, you'll see it more in stores. Um, I, I bought this one can, so I could taste it and tell you guys about it on the podcast. Um, I'm waiting for, uh, for my, uh, my shipment to be delivered. Ho <laughs> ho. And I'll be excited. Little fat man when that happens. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's, it is tasty and I cannot fucking wait. Cannot wait to be in it so much that I can just pound one after the other, you know, uh, <laughs> and then do some driving. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it's, it's delicious guys. And Summersby, I also noticed have uh, revamped their mixer pack. So before the mixer pack had Summersby, uh, like this, the, the flagship flavor, the apple Summersby, then it had, uh, blackberry, elderflower, lime, and pear. Well, Elderflower, lime, and pear are the two least popular ones. Um, and there's nothing wrong with them. They're delicious. They're just the least popular of them. Cause you know, I, I've been blackberry, semi-dry, absolutely delicious. Red rhubarb fucking crushed it last year. So now the mixer pack, at least that the LCBO that I was at, the mixer pack has been changed. It now contains the regular summer's bee and the blackberry, but instead of the pear and the elderflower lime, it contains the semi-dry. So you get a, a nice sweet summer's bee and a less sweet semi-dry summer's bee. You get the blackberry and you get the red rhubarb. So red rhubarb, blackberry, semi-dry and regular summer's bee are all in the mixer pack now, two cans of each. So that's a nice little one that you can get from the, uh, the LCBO there and, uh, and, you know, get some of those, uh, those hard fucking heavy hitters in that mixer pack. And of course you can still get pear and elderflower lime on their own. They're just not in the mixer pack. Uh, you know, they're sending the fucking, uh, the strong, uh, first line, you know, 
They're uh, they they want to they want to fucking score some some hits with people uh, checking them out. Anyways, so Summersby uh, watermelon is available. And who am I forgetting? Who am I forgetting? I never forget them. DK Books, Dorling Kindersley guys, my partners at DK. Um, they're amazing. Check out dk.com/ca for my people in Canada. Dk.com. Uh, in the States. And of course, anybody come listening anywhere else in the world, just uh, type in DK books and the, you will get to your, uh, where you'll get where you're going. You know, um, I had a busy week. Um, now I, uh, I was doing tastings and with the, the medical scare, I, I did not get a book read, so I don't have anything to review this week. As always, I'll just tell you that they got a ton of cool shit coming out. I even saw a new one. Oh, and why did I forget what it was? I saw on the website. I got an email. They've got some, uh, is it plants? Oh, it's cooking. They got some really cool cooking books. And stuff like that, some new cookbooks. I don't know. They got they got a bunch of new stuff out there that I, I got super jazzed for, and I, I put it on my wish list. But um, DK's got great stuff coming down the pipeline. They always have great books for summertime, so check out their lineups. Um, I will have something to review for next week. I've got books here. I just, just didn't read them. But Josh, didn't you say you played a lot of video games this week? Shut the fuck up, all right? You know? Um, yeah, I, I could have read a book, but I didn't. Uh, I played some games instead. I'm sorry. I had fun. I didn't feel like a piece of garbage and not to say the DK books make you feel like a piece of garbage. Actually, I feel really good when I learn new shit. I'm just saying I played some games, felt kind of good. Maybe it was the pot. You know, I had one hit of pot. Maybe I had to play three straight games, three, three straight days of video games. You know, that's what they say. The marijuana kills your motivation. That's <laughs> could have been what happened. You know, DK may have a book on that subject. Why pot ruined my life? I don't know. I don't think they do, but they might. And if they don't, you know what? Give them time because these guys have information and subjects on absolutely everything. You think you know where DK's going, and then bam, they chop you in the surprise and go, shit, I didn't even know they had a book of that. Do you know that they have like so many whiskey and wine books and coffee books, just coffee appreciation? These motherfuckers, you can't stop them. They got shit everywhere, you know? So anyways, I don't have something for this week, but I do love my partners at DK, and I think you guys know that by how much I sing their praises. So... Check them out. And this week, what do I have coming up? Not a whole hell of a lot, to be totally honest with you. I got a pet event on Saturday. So I'm going to do something for Nulo. They're uh, an athletic pet company, um, you know, for, for basically as much of athletes to start a company making dog food for, you know, dogs to keep them in, in best tip top uh, physical condition. So I'm going to be doing that on, uh, on Saturday. Uh, tomorrow, I'm hanging out with my buddy, Mark. Listener of the podcast, we've been chatting for a little while, so we're going to, we've been meeting to get together for a while now, so Mark is, uh, I'm going to go over to Mark's house, we're going to trace some scotches and uh, play some games, I'm looking forward to it, I haven't seen my buddy in a while, so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, I'm looking forward to that, and uh, and I guess the rest of the week, uh, I mean, I got nothing on the calendar, I'm not doing any tastings or anything like that, I'm looking forward, I'm going to do some taxes, I still haven't filed my 2017, I know I'm behind, I actually got a call from CRA today, like, you're... HST is due June 15th. I was like, shit, I thought it was due at the end of April. So I'm crushing it right now, but I'm going to, uh, I'm going to get on that. So I will have boring admin days. Of course, I'm going to Uber in the mornings, make that money, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm, mm. God damn, this is good. And, uh, and that'll be that guys. So it's time for emails, right? And nothing exciting coming up this week in terms of, uh, that shit, but, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to do what, uh, what we can there. What is this silliness? I don't know what the fuck this is. Oh, I just like scrolled on something on my watch that I've never seen before. Oh, I think this is weather. It's telling me that we don't know what the weather is in Ottawa. Well, that's horseshit. I fucking live here. Tell me the goddamn weather, you piece of shit. Um, anyways, um, how did I even get to that? Oh, I must've tapped the bottom of my watch. 
Anyways, okay, email time. First email comes from my friend Tiffany. Tiff says, hey, Josh, one of my dreams has always been for a happy birthday on the radio like good old Casey Kasem. So I thought I'd say a shout out to one of your listeners. Happy birthday, Chris. Thanks for being a listener and have a great day. There you go. See, you guys can even use me like a fucking birthday billboard for your friends. So uh, all I would ask Tiff is uh, let me know who this Chris person is. Who's who's Chris? And if he's listening, Chris, you write in and introduce yourself. I don't think it's Chris Talk's birthday, the one who's also writing in the, the second email. I don't, I don't think it's you, Chris, but... Um, Hey, happy birthday to whomever this Chris may be or, or Chris Kingsbury. He spells it like that. Anyways, I don't fucking know. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Also, is it Chris's birthday today or was it Chris's birthday a few days ago when you sent this email? Like, how's all this all work? Happy birthday, Chris. If you're listening, I do wish you a happy birthday. I hope it was a great time. Um, I'll also wish a happy belated birthday to Crystal. Her birthday was yesterday, uh, May 21st, Victoria Day. So happy birthday to her. Chris Kingsbury, listener, uh, I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but he's my good buddy. Um, helped me with renovating my mom's house and everything like that. It was his birthday today. You know, a lot of people having birthdays. Happy birthday, guys. Um, Chris writes, uh, my buddy Chris T, yo. Uh, Chris writes, hey, Josh, last week you seemed really pissed off that Apple blatantly lied to you and all of us about their waterproofedness. So me being me, I looked it up. Ever, uh, every source I read claimed that iPhone 8 had an IP rating of IP67. Now, for those who don't know, an IP rating is a series of numbers given by the International Electro- <laughs> Electrotechnical Commission that determine the device's ability to withstand solid particles, dust, first uh, number and moisture, second number. Oh, just, oh, sorry, to withstand solid particles, dust, first number, and moisture, second number. So six, seven, right? So six, dust, seven, uh, moisture, that's the IP67. Um, by this code, the iPhone 8 is dust tight, six, and water tight at a depth of one meter for 37, or sorry, for 30 minutes, seven. Um, so an iPhone 8 will survive a dip in the tub, but not a plunge into the middle of a lake. Uh, did you hear of a different IP rating or were you hoping to go scuba diving with your phone? Because to me, that's good enough to claim it's waterproof. Okay. Uh, and really is anything truly waterproof? Even submarines can sink. Absolutely. I'm not trying to bust your balls. I'm just curious if the information they supply in the tech specs is false. Take care. Um, no, it's not false. Um, I, uh, I was playing games. Somebody also a podcast listener was drunk and knocked my drink on onto my phone and it spilled all over the, the, the top of the phone and like, like all over it and, uh, and like coated the, the earpiece right now, the ear, the water was like, right, like basically maintaining itself. You didn't see it like drain into the earpiece, but, um, it had like sugar and stuff too. Right. So it was like maybe waterproof, but I don't know if it was like liquid and, and stickiness proof, whatever. Anyways, Long story short, I Googled, like I started rinsing the phone off because I'm like, well, if it's wet, it's wet. I want to get that sugar out of there. And I remember like, I think that this is like water resistant or whatever. So I, uh, I Googled it on the phone and it was like, yeah, like I just like, is the iPhone eight waterproof? And it's like the iPhone eight, eight plus and X are waterproof. You know, Apple announced today, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, you see like the first couple sentences and I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's waterproof. But then, you know, after I rinsed it and cleaned up the table and everything like that, you know, went to bed, blah, 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 you know, or went up to my room, I should say, I, um, I looked again and then on my computer, right. Cause when you're on your phone, you get like small little results and you also get like the most commonly searched ones. So I guess when Apple first announced the eight, 
most people were Googling it then. So like those results have the most hits, but I'm like, but the practical ones of like, once it came out, said something about the iPhone eight is water resistant. And I was like, oh, resistant. Well, resistant can mean a lot of things or whatever. You know, like on Apple's site, it was like, it's water resistant or whatever. So I was like, okay, well the announcements on like gadget pecker or whatever the fuck, you know, is like, oh, it's, it's waterproof. And then, and then Apple's like, it's water resistant. So I was just like, okay, but I guess you could say it's water resistant up to blah, 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 or, or, you know, prior to, I don't fucking know. Point is, is that you got the actual information. I would imagine that if they're rating it that, then it's, that's the accurate stuff. So if it's waterproof, then I'm happy. Again, I totally agree. It did not go under seven feet, but it did have the, the, the stuff spilled right onto it. So long story short, I just got an exchange at the Apple store because it, it had a super quietness for a while. And then all of a sudden this, the speaker volume just shot up and it wasn't on mute or anything like that. I just thought maybe the stickiness was affecting it or the water was still logged in the phone or something. So long story short, I just got them to replace that. And then no fuss, no muss. I know that the phone's good and it's under warranty or whatever. So they, uh, they took care of me and that was that. So, uh, so thanks for sending that in. And then there you go. So anyone who doesn't know, the iPhone 8, and I would imagine that it's the same specs on the iPhone 8, 8 Plus, and X. Your phone is dust tight, so dust cannot get in, and water tight at a depth of one meter for 30 minutes. So you can drop in the toilet, you can drop it in the tub, you can drop it anywhere that's one meter or less for a maximum of 30 minutes, and uh, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fucking fine. So thanks, Chris, for sending that in. And you guys, anybody wants to send an email, you know where to send it. Contact at onemanpodcast.com. What about that copy of South Park Sticker Truth, huh? Who wants that shit? Send it in or send in an email and tell me why you want it. Right? So thank you all to my sponsors as well. PortablePress.com, AbsoluteComedy.ca, Summersby, and DK.com slash CA. Uh, I really appreciate you guys being out there, you know, and uh, and sending me the stuff that I need to just keep me a smiling during these podcasts. Guys, if you're not already following us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, jump onto those and just do one man podcast. I'm trying to have more and more content out there. The more people that are that are there, the more I will feel a, a foot on my neck to create some some funky, uh, fun content for you guys. Um, I appreciate you guys. It's a short podcast. I like made through the whole fucking thing, guys, in 53 minutes. I, I could not be happier. Um I appreciate you guys being out there and listening, um, trying to get some more shit going on this summer. So we have some more fun stories and whatnot. If I start smoking pot, oh man, we're going to have some stories, but I'll let you know how that shit goes. And hopefully this lump goes away. I'll tell you more next week, guys. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your, uh, your day. <laughs>